All right, let's welcome in. It is the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast. I'm Rob Parker. He is the all-pro wide receiver, TJ Hushmanzada. TJ, it is the uh, NFL Divisional Round edition of the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast. What's up, my man? Man, what's going on? And this is, I'm quite sure with what I'm going to pick today, we probably going to disagree a ton. And I really don't know why I'm picking what I'm picking. It's just a gut. All right. Well, I'll keep waiting because <laughs> uh, for your picks to see how they all shake out. But before we get to this week and the four games we have, some juicy games, I can't wait. Let's talk about a couple of things that we saw last week in the playoffs. And we got to start with, with the Steelers. And TJ, give me my due. Because I was telling you on this podcast over and over and over. You said it like three months ago. Uh, maybe two and a half months ago, but that's close enough. Yeah, the Steelers are the worst undefeated team you've ever seen. And I'm like, Rob, no, they're not. Which people would probably assume I would agree with you and go the other way. Wow, that was ugly. That was, TJ, fugly, as bad as it gets. And help, help me out as a player. When Pouncey throws the ball over Ben Roethlisberger's head, Connor and Roethlisberger are right there. How come – maybe Ben can't move. I get it. Oh, he's 38 years old. Why didn't Connor cover that ball up? I mean, it was right there. That play was a complete microcosm of the entire game. Like, that was easy. You're upset. Like, wow, first play, we lose 11, 12 yards. Now we have the ball on the one. Not only do you not have the ball on the one, you've given up a touchdown. That play was just basically an indication of how the game was going to go. And we realized that once we reached the conclusion of the game, like, wow, that first play pretty much told us how it was going to go for Pittsburgh all day. And, and let's talk about Big Ben. I mean, they lose 48-37. I know it looks pretty like it was close. And there was even a call in there with Tomlin, TJ. Did you think when they were fourth and one? I'm going for it. You got to go for it. I'm you going for what it. What are you doing? I mean, you have the momentum. You scored all the points in the second half, right? The game is now getting closer. You they haven't that, stopped you. You make that first down, you might be going in to score again. What is he thinking? He's thinking... We have a lot of time left. It's a two-possession game. If they stop us, this could possibly turn into a three-possession game because I believe they were down 12 at that point. We're down, and yeah. so if they stop you and they get a field goal, it's a for sure two-possession game. If they get a touchdown, it's a three-possession game. And so I see where he was coming from. Me personally, the way they were moving the ball with ease, I would have liked to see him go for that. See, that's what I, that, that's, you got to look at, I get it. But what are you doing right here, right now? And you just said it. They were moving the ball. If you can't get a fourth and one in a big game where you were down 28 nothing in the first quarter, you're not going to win. You know what I mean? And we all expected them to lose when they went down 28 0. So, hey, what, what are you, you're, you're playing with house money now. That's what Go I'm saying. Go for broke. Go for broke. Got it. All right. Real quick, yes or no. You could save $19 million by getting rid of Big Ben. Do you bring him back, yes or no? Wow. I like Big Ben. I really do. Okay. If they don't have an answer 
you bring them back. But if you can say, sign a Jameis Winston and hope he learned under Sean Payton and Drew Brees or trade for Sam Darnold, you give him a great defense. If you can do something of that um, and, and get somewhat of an established quarterback, I like because they have pieces. Juju will be a Juju will be a free agent. If I'm the Steelers, I let him walk. Um, you you don't need him. But if you don't have anybody in house that, or just a veteran that can play, Tomlin and they're not going to want to start with a rookie quarterback all over again. And so if you can get a Jameis Winston trade for Sam Darnold, um, maybe draft a guy, bring in like a Ryan Fitzpatrick type of guy to start for a year. Um, yeah, you got to move on for that because it's. It's a cap hit of 41 million. You, you can't you can't do that considering the way he just played and his age and the type of style that he, like he's an old 38, soon to be 39. Really right. old. No doubt about it. He can't, he's a 10 man. He can't move. Uh Saints defense, they basically, I know they won 21 to 9, but basically gave up three points until that last drive. You know what I mean? Uh what did well, you make of go ahead, go ahead. Just say, what do you make of the Saints? And that was a defense that we saw in the middle of the year that won nine games in a row when they were holding opponents to nine points. The Saints, they did play Chicago. Let, let's, I have to say that. It's fine. I get and it. the guy did drop an easy touchdown that should have made the game a lot closer than it was. And so, yeah, they played great. But if he catches that ball, it's a different ball game. And, and then so, we're the cover for us. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a it's a different ball game. And so the Saints played well defensively. Offensively, it's like this is all you can give us. And so they are going to need to be better. If they're gonna beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they need to be better because you're not gonna just win the way you played against the Chicago Bears against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I just, I don't see that. And it's really people, oh, I beat them twice. It's just beat them three times. The Bucs are playing better football now than they've ever played. Yeah, they haven't played great teams. But when your confidence is at that level, when you handle probably the best pass rush in the league from just a four-man perspective in the Washington football team, you feel really good going into uh, to this game. Only problem, and we'll get into this, Tampa Bay let an unknown quarterback move the ball easily against them. Guys, I, guys were open, Rob, all over the place, TJ. That was Rob. I was pissed to the highest level of pissivity. Like when I tell you that I was so mad about that because I wanted them to cover. It was at a point in time I was like, y'all not gonna cover. I just want y'all to lose now. I was that mad. I was shocked that they let. They basically have given Heineke a, they gave him a career. They right. gave him a career. Like he will be in the NFL for at least three to four more years off that one game. Guy making his first start and you let him carve you up like that. That was shocking to me. And now you're going to play Drew Brees. But I look and say, oh, yeah, Drew Brees doesn't have that athleticism and that mobility. Right. Um, game should look different, but that shocked me, and it also pissed me off, by the way. Told me, it told me a little something about the Bucs' defense. This ain't the defense from week 
three when they beat up the Packers. Remember that? It's too, it's, it's too much man to man. Right. It's too much man to man. Like switch it up sometimes. It's too much man to man. All right. And the other one is the Bills uh, beat the Colts 27 to 24. Did the Bills get lucky or does it tell you about the Bills and how good they are? The Bills are a really good team. I, I'm not going to say they got lucky because the better team won when a team plays as well as the Colts played and they still lose. That shows you you played a hell of a team on the other side of the field. And so I said it, and I truly believe it. The Bills and the Ravens were the hottest two teams going into the playoffs. And they showed that. When, when you start playing the way they both of those teams is playing, specifically the Bills, um, it's tough. The Bills, they, they can beat you running the ball. They can beat you. What they want to do is through the air defensively. They, they do a really good job of slowing you down. Not so much against the Colts, but it's, I don't think I've – I can't recall seeing a guy just take the type of jump in his play that Josh Allen is taking. This is just unbelievable how well and how much better he's gotten in such a short span of time. Like, did Stefan Diggs really mean this much or – did Josh Allen just get that much better you know and surprise everyone? I'm with you. It can't be just the Diggs pickup, which was big. He's balling out. Let's just give him credit, right? He's playing well. I'm talking about uh, Josh Allen. All right, let's bring in our producer, Martin Weiss, about last week. There were some games that we should have easily covered. I was so sick. I was in Vegas. I won a couple, but I could have won big if, if there were a couple plays that were made. Before we do that, let's take a quick break and talk about why the playoffs are my favorite time of the year. And that's because I can't wait to bet all the action this weekend on FanDuel Sportsbook. And if you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, the playoffs are the perfect time to give it a shot because right now, new users get an exclusive 25 to one odds boost on any team to win this weekend. That's right, 25 to one, any team, any game this weekend. This weekend, I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens. I get there, the underdogs, I think the wrong thing is favorite, and I think if the weather, if it snows, it's just going to help Baltimore that much more. Don't miss out on this exclusive offer. I've been betting FanDuel all season long. Let me tell you why. A, it's easy to use. B, every day they got some type of crazy special, like 25 to 1 odds. And C, when you win, you get your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, use promo code LP3, so they know we sent you. That's promo code LP3. Even the Man. end of the first game, if they had time to go for then two. Then they go, go for two. We lose that. Yes. Yes. Well, we can start out with the Nickelodeon game. You guys had the Saints and the Bears. And I know we both, everybody got nine and a half there. But if you got 11, I, I'm pretty sure it was 11, where Jimmy Graham comes down and makes his last remarkable play a probably maybe of his career scoring scoring that final touchdown if they kicked that extra point it would have been a huge swing you guys both cover the saints as the saints win 21 to 9 move on to the browns and the steelers you guys both had the steelers minus six so after about 10 minutes of that you guys could have turned uh, <laughs> another episode of murder she wrote on because you knew you knew you had no shot at pittsburgh winning that game much less covering the six points right. as they lose 48-37. to 
They had the Colts and the Bills. You guys broke that one down a little bit already. The Bills were seven-point favorite. Obviously, the Colts have no idea how they lost that game, in my opinion. Frank Reich left so many points on the floor. But they, the Bills went 27 to 24. Then Rams, Seahawks. TJ, you had the Rams. Rob, you had the Seahawks. TJ, I don't know how you felt when the backup quarterback got hurt and then the starter came in. But <laughs> in any event, you got the outright so win. So then we'll go the to the Washington football to team and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. TJ, you had the Bucks at seven and a half. Rob, you had the football team to cover plus seven and a half. That's brutal. That's brutal because at kickoff, the line was 10. They covered 10. But at the time that we placed the bet, Rob, Washington football team did not cover the plus seven and a half. That ain't fair, TJ. You know it. That's a you got you got lucky on that. It was just the timing of when we did it. You would have lost in Vegas. You would have lost if you put that bet in before the game. You're right about that. But I'm up here talking. I lost one game. I lost way more. I lost Cleveland and the Steelers. Like I was just talking. (laughs) I was wondering. However, 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 I'm just messing with you. You did win a side bet because TJ bet that the Washington football team would not score over 10 points. And some guy named Taylor Heineke uh, is like this, probably the 17th best quarterback in the NFL right now. Hey. We, bet, Boom. We, bet, we bet Jordans, didn't we, TJ? Then we bet I, don't know. I don't know what we bet. What did we bet? You have to tell me, uh, Martin, because we were texting about that. That's what pissed me off more than anything like did they really just let this team that couldn't score on anybody we, we bet jordan size 11 that's what i need from you tj we bet jordans all right i get you some <laughs> jeez all right that was that was a that's a tough one yeah, ravens and the titans the titans were given uh, ravens were three-point favorites you guys both had the ravens and lamar looked good they uh they won 20 to uh 13. Okay, I said, TJ, what do you think when he outran the secondary for that long run for the touchdown? I mean, was that unbelievable? He cut to the right and ran past all the secondary. He's just—he's a different breed. That—that that game meant something to him because the way it started, it was like, oh my God, here they Never go again. Nothing. Everybody's thinking, here we go again. Here they go again, and. They really did a good job. I thought what Baltimore did very well, if you recall the game, is they saw something in the first half where they were running the read option and Tennessee was not honoring any pass off of that to the flats. So what did Baltimore do early? I think probably out of the five, first five or seven plays, they ran the read option, Lamar pulled it and threw it to the flats because Tennessee wasn't covering that. And so that loosened them up to say, oh, okay, they kind of figured out what we're going to do. We're going to have to start covering the flats. And that's when Lamar was able to pull the ball, one less defender now out of the box, and he was able to run with the ball. And so I I thought uh, Greg Roman made a hell of an adjustment with that when he came out in the second half with that look. That was a great job. So we'll go to the over and the unders now. You had the Bears and the Saints, 47 and a half. The Saints, that went way under. That would have, even if they had scored that touchdown, I think it was still would have went under. That game was yeah. brutal. And it was lucky that was on uh, Nick Bellity. had some uh, more entertaining things in football going on. Uh, yeah, the Colts and the Bills, 51. TJ, you had the over. Rob, you had the under. 
that game just sneaks yeah. over. Yeah. No, it, it pushes at 51. Exactly. It pushes yeah. at 51. Yeah. 27, 24, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. That's quick math. My quick math, my quick math skills were a little yeah. lacking. Sorry about well, that. Well, that's what happens when you go and, to Michigan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know I did. I know I did good enough math to find out that my head coach got half, uh, what a, a severe pay cut. What do you got? Half his salary back to yeah. come back. I mean, Lord, that's that's an indictment. But um, speaking of comebacks, Rob, you <laughs> you went under on the Washington football team and the Bucks. I guess nobody expected the football team to score twenty three points. Because that total was 44, and that went way over at its final score of 54. And Ravens-Titans, 54 and a half. You guys both went under. It was a slugfest, tons of running. That final score was 33. Your parlays both involved the Steelers. So, no go there. Right. Nobody could have seen that. That was embarrassing. All right. One person saw it, and his name is Martin (laughs) And he also bet on it. And he won, and he won eight dollars because that's the kind of better he is. Now that no, that's a complete and total lie. You know that because I sent you the screenshot of the ticket. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. I'm lying. I'm flying. I'm Let's sitting do down. it. All right, TJ. We got four big games this weekend. Let's start with the Rams at Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay. The Rams are getting six and a half points. Where are you on this game? I I really I really like Green Bay as a team. I like what Aaron Rodgers has done this year. It was like, okay, y'all gonna draft a quarterback. I'm gonna put my foot up your new your new you know what just to show you y'all wasted a pick. Um, but what they like to do is get the ball to Devontae Adams. The way he's played all year, speaking Jalen Ramsey, I. <laughs> You can't doubt him and say, oh, he he's gonna get he's gonna have a hard time. Devontae Adams, him and Stephon Diggs are probably the two best receivers in the league at the line of scrimmage. So th- this is not gonna be easy uh for Jalen Ramsey. But Devontae Adams is not, he doesn't have the speed to really outrun Jalen Ramsey. As long as uh King Dynamite can give me 90% of the snaps, King Dynamite is Aaron Donald. I don't like the Rams offensively. I don't like the way Jared Goff is throwing the ball, regardless if his thumb is hurt or not. Um, it's kind of crazy. I'm, I'm going to take the uh, Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to take the six and a half points. I think their defense can keep them in this game. I think Jalen Ramsey can slow Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers down. I believe that defensive front seven with the Rams can stop them from running the ball. And uh, I'm rolling with the Rams. I'm going to pick Green Bay. I think they can win by a touchdown. I remember when they played the Titans, and I get it. I agree with you with with the Rams' defense, and it could be a low-scoring game, but I still think that they're one touchdown better uh, than the Rams because I don't know where their offense is coming from. That's the problem I have. Sean McVay told me the Terminator will be ready (laughs) ready to play this weekend. So, hey, if the Terminator is ready, ain't no blocking the Terminator and one of the best left tackles in the game, and Bakhtiari is out. R- Rogers is going to be getting rid of that ball quick, real oh, yeah. quick. I, I don't and, doubt and it. So, I think they understand that, but I also think that's one part, but I also want to see where can the Rams get their their play from. Their quarterback play just hasn't been good enough, 
And I'm just not. And the Packers, the Packers, the Packers are good in the secondary. I like Jerry Alexander, Kevin King, both I of their safeties, and Amos and Savage. Get a couple of picks, TJ. Yeah, the I think the, the, the Packers are really good in the secondary. Really good. Probably underrated because nobody talks about their secondary, but their secondary is really good. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Packers minus the six and a half. I say that they win by 10, but they will cover for me. All right. Ravens at Buffalo getting two and a half points uh, in that game. Who do you like? Man, this is tough because I before the season started, somebody sent me a text message and said, who are the best two teams in the AFC? I said the Chiefs and the Bills before the season started. Wow. And look like a genius. I got proof of the text message in my phone too, if anybody ever wants to see it. Um, but I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens here. Don't ask me why. I, again, speaking of secondaries, our entire secondary for the at least the corners, all first round corners that can play. They they can play. Um, they can whether Marlon Humphrey, Shadow, Stephon Diggs or not. They're, they have good corners, good up front. With Zach Moss going out, Buffalo is really just going to rely on the pass. They'll run the ball to keep you honest. But they're going to have to rely on the pass, screen plays, misdirection, Josh Allen running the ball. Because you're not running it on, on uh, the Baltimore. If they can hold Derek Kearney, I believe he had 18 carries for 40 yards, Buffalo Bills won't be running on him. I like the way Lamar is playing. Um, if you got to run for 100 yards to win the game, so be it. Buffalo Bills gave up 450 yards to a statue in Phillip Rivers. I believe Lamar eats him up. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens. Me too. I love the Ravens on this. And, you know, most of the time the home team gets three points automatically. So they, they didn't even give, you know, like negative minus three. So that tells you a little something. Baltimore's on a roll. They've been playing great. You just said it. Derrick Henry, 40 yards in a playoff game. I mean, this guy's a monster. Uh, and and uh, I do, I think this will be the first game that um, Lamar will just be able to play, like that weight of winning that first playoff game. Do you know what I mean? Where everybody's like. And you know what else, Rob? If it snows, it's going to turn into a running game, and Buffalo can't run the ball. Right, that's another. If it's it's going to turn into a running game if that weather is bad and it's it's a snowy game. I just I just think that Baltimore's played well. You talked about their defense. I love where Lamar's playing, and I just think this will be the first game where you can just play and not worried about oh I can I, am I going to lose again? People going to doubt me? Say I can't? I'm not a playoff quarterback. And how do you you got to feel great because they always kept saying that. When he's dead, when you're down, you can't come back because he's a running quarterback or whatever. And they were down 10 nothing. They were down 10 nothing. And they could have folded and been like, here we go again. And they didn't, TJ. I was impressed by that uh, last week. So I'm going to go there. Kansas City is hosting Cleveland. Kansas City is uh, minus 10. I'm going to go first here. And I know. Cleveland got all the breaks and did everything they were supposed to do. I'm going to take Cleveland and 10 because Kansas City hasn't beaten anybody by double digits since week eight. 
They struggled against Atlanta. They've had some issues. I mean, Football Focus came out with their quarterbacks, Football, football Focus, and uh, Mahomes was the fifth-ranked quarterback. Like, like I'm not – he's a talent. He's great. There's something there. Maybe they could turn the switch on or whatever. But remember last year, even when they won the Super Bowl, they were behind big in every single game, TJ, last year. They were behind. I'm going to take the Browns. They go in with house money. They feel good about themselves. They can run the football and limit the amount of possessions that Kansas City gets. I'm taking my 10 points. Kansas City wins, but the Browns cover. I was shocked you said that, Rob, because I agree with you. Do you? Yes. When I, What did I say when we started the show? Like, I'm taking these picks, and I, it's, I look at, Kansas City, their best players, at least Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, they didn't play the last game of the season, and they had a bye. And the Cleveland Browns can do what is kryptonite to the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's run the ball and run the ball well, especially if they can get the left guard, I believe you pronounce his name, Batonio. If he's able to play, they get Denzel Ward back off the COVID list. They get another guy in the secondary, I can't recall his name, back off the COVID list. That's what you need. Denzel Ward can play. They got Miles Garrett in that front four with Adrian Claiborne that's going to put pressure on Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to sit back there and be able to survey the field like he's used to. I believe the Chiefs are going to win. But I also believe that Cleveland is they're going to play a better game than people give them credit for. It's 10 points. I would not be shocked if the Browns won the game because I like the way they can keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands with Chubb and Kareem Hunt. The key is not going to be the Kansas City offense. It's going to be can that defense stop them from running the ball. The Cleveland Browns have the best offensive line in football, and it's showing when it matters the most. And they didn't even have their best lineman playing this past Sunday, and they won the game, which he should get back. So I'm with you. And I was shocked because I thought I'm going to pick all these different picks and me and Rob go be on the other side of the fence. So, yes, I'm rolling with uh, the Cleveland Browns as well. Yeah, I'm all over that one. All right, the big game, of course. Uh, we call it the Relic Bowl with uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks <laughs> and uh, Drew Brees and the Saints. The Saints are at home, minus three. Go ahead, TJ, we got. So when I looked at it, I'm like, wow, am I really doing this? I'm taking all the road teams. So that means I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I... I don't like the way the first two games of the season went against the Saints. They were beat handily quite easily in both of them, to be honest with you. Todd Bowles is going to have he's going to have to mix it up. You can't just play man to man. You can't play zone. But when you watch, when you look at the Saints, if you can just get some type of pressure where, where they where they do well is they'll run some screens, they'll run some misdirections, they'll get the ball out of Breeze's hands quick. They'll run some option routes with Kamara, some angle routes with Kamara. 
and the D line starts to get their hands up. Now they're going to drop back and throw it down the field type of thing. And you're expecting the ball to come out quick. Tampa Bay is going to have to mix it up because that's what the Saints, they're going to do for sure. If they can slow down this pass rush, which helps them that there's no crowd, you don't have to worry about the noise, then I, I actually, it's hard to beat a good team. It's hard to beat a good team three times in one season. Now, you can beat a bad team three times in one season. It's hard to be a good team. Yeah, let, let uh, Marshawn Lattimore take Mike Evans out the game. That's fine. Who's going to cover Chris Godwin and A.B. and Grunk? Who's going to cover those guys? Because Chris Godwin had a 100-yard game, and he dropped four balls. So he's not going to play that bad again. And so I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win the game, and I'm getting three points, and so I, I feel I should be perfectly fine. I, I'm picking the Saints. I just think that what they do is Tom Brady's kryptonite, their defense. When they get at Tom Brady, which they've been able to do, and they have the blueprint. They know what they need to do. And Tom Brady has struggled against better teams and better defenses. A lot of his numbers weren't great. Now, I, they beat Washington, which had a good defense. I'll give you that. But I think the Saints defense is the real deal. And uh, the Bears, I know they were 8-18, but let's be honest. Leading up to the last game of the year when they got beat 40 to 14 by Green Bay, before that, they had scored 35 or more points in four of their four of their previous five four of their previous five games. Like they have been putting up points and it came to a, a halt uh twice to Green Bay and then it came to a halt uh against the Saints. Came to the Saints. So I think the Saints can do it. Uh I think also Kamara, we know that he's running the ball well. Again, keep the ball from Brady. They got a defense that can get at Brady. I think this is the one where if this game, this is why the Saints, I mean, the Bucs wanted the game at home too. You know what I mean? To make a difference if they could have won the division. The Saints, this is what they fought for, is to have the game in New Orleans. Does it matter? I know I know. it's not a you don't only. I mean, you don't have to – Get on the plane and travel if you're the Saints, but no crowd. The Bucks will also get Devin White back from the COVID list. Um, this is going to be an interesting game. I, I don't question the Saints' defense at all. They've showed up. I question the offense, which never would you think those words would come out of my mouth when you're talking Sean Payton, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas in that offense. But the Bears don't have, in my opinion, the type of defense that the Bucs have. And the Saints had a hard time getting first downs, moving the ball. And so it's going to come down to can the Bucks' offensive line slow down the Saints' defensive line? And if they can do that, um, the Bucs would win this game rather easily. Yeah, I, I, I just don't I – can't, I can't see it that way. It'll be interesting, but I do have – I'm trying to figure out – I do have some numbers uh, that I wanted to share, and I thought I had them here. Uh, all right, let's just, just cut it there, Martin, because I can't find them. I was trying to, okay. Okay, here it is. Here it is. I want to add this. So here's another part. Since Bruce Arians, TJ, took over as the Bucks coach in 2019, the Bucks are now 0-4 against the Saints, have been outscored 137-67, to 67, and even Brady, you know, as their quarterback, 
uh, lost by a combined 46 points. They lost 34-23, and they lost 38-3. to th- uh, to three. And, and Breeze, ready for this, head-to-head against Tom Brady, is now is 5-2 and two all time. So there's a little history there, and he's had his way. I'm going with the Saints in this one. All right, let's do some over-under. Let's roll. Green Bay and the Rams in Green Bay. The number is 45 and a half. That's crazy that the Packers have a number that low with the type of offense they have. Man, they really, really respect the Rams and that defense and what they're bringing to the table. I don't know what the weather's going to be like. I just know the Rams have a hard time scoring points now. They are not the Rams that jumped on the scene when McVay first got the job. And so I'm going to hitch my wagons to this Rams defense and and what I believe. They're going to keep them in the game. It's going to be low scoring because if it is high scoring, it's high scoring one way. And that's just the Green Bay Packers. And so I'm going to take the under because I believe that's the only choice I have. So I'm looking at the forecast. This is a Saturday, the Saturday game, right? Okay. 34 degrees with a chance of some uh, snow. Okay. That's Saturday. 34 degrees, chance of some snow. I'm going to take the under only because I don't know where the Rams points are coming from. So Green Bay can win this game. Uh, They can win it 30 to 7. They can win it 30 to 14, right? And it's still 30 to 14 still is 44 and it's still under. So that's why I'm going to go with the under. All right, Ravens, Bills, that number in Buffalo is 50 and a half. That's that's a that's a tricky number for me. The, the, the Bills give up 24 Against the Colts, Baltimore really played lockdown defense against a Tennessee Titan team that can run and throw. I, I believe this Buffalo Bills team will be one-dimensional. I, I believe the Ravens will try to run the ball to keep it out of Josh Allen's hands. Josh Allen is going to be the running game for the Buffalo Bills. Um, I like this game to go under as well because if it's a bad weather game, which mid-January in Buffalo, New York, right next to Canada should be um, unless global warming is in effect. It's going to be um, tough sledding weather-wise. So I'm going to take the under on this as well. I'm going to take the over. I don't know. Buffalo scores points. I know the Ravens defense has been great. Uh, I don't know. I mean, can I see 27, 24? That's 51. 27, 24. That's what their last game was. I'm hoping it's not, but you never know. You see what I'm saying? That's not like an outrageous game, 27-24. Can I see that? Yeah, I can see that. And uh, so I'm going to go the over, right? I'm going to go the over. 27-54 is 51. All right, so let's do that. All right, uh, Browns at Kansas City, 57 and a half. Man, they must think this is college football or something. Is Alabama playing? Wait a minute. I'm <laughs> this game, I just, I don't see, like, when you look at all these games minus the Saints, like, these are outdoor, cold-weather games 
in cities that are notorious for bad weather this time of the year. And I could see both teams putting up points. Highly unlikely this time of the year. I'm sure both teams would prefer to run the ball in this weather set up play action. The, the Chiefs obviously going to come airing it out, but they got to be smart because the Browns have shown they can put pressure on a quarterback now, and it's not just Miles Garrett. Adrian Claiborne on the other side is has shown up and is doing a good job. And if, you, if you're going to send all the attention to Miles Garrett, which they better, um, it's going to be it's hard to bet against Kansas City putting up points in this game. But I'm counting on St Kevin Stefanski, his first playoff game as a head coach. The NFL doesn't make any adjustments to allow him to be a part of this. He will be a part of the team starting tomorrow. Um, I'm going to take the under in this. This is a lot of points for this to be a playoff game. I'm going I'm to under. I'm with just you. I'm pray. I just don't like the way I just told you. Kansas City since hasn't won by double digits in since week eight. And even the last time we saw them with Patrick Mahomes, because remember, he didn't play the, the final game of the year. It was against the Dolphins, right? No, Atlanta. Atlanta, yes. 17 yes. Do you remember yes. that? Yes, yes. And Atlanta's a bad team. And kicker. in that game, the kicker missed the field goal that would have tied yes. the game at the end yes. of regulation. Yes. So Kansas City and the week off, I mean, they'll win. I expect them to win. But I do not, I do not expect them to blow the Browns out. I, I don't. I would be surprised. All right. And finally, uh, the Bucks at the Saints, 51 and a half. Again, I, and this is probably really idiotic of myself because I don't believe all three games will go under or all four games will go under. I'm just going to say this one's going to go over. And the Bucs are putting up points. And if they let Taylor Heineke do what he did, what's going to prevent Drew Brees from doing what he normally does each year in the playoffs? Doesn't have the athleticism, but he's a surgeon um, passing the ball. And so I'm concerned about that pass rush that the Saints have. But I believe with the weapons the Bucs have, if they're creative in the passing game and creative in their protections, they can put up points. And the Saints also can match that. So I'm taking over. I'm going to go under. I think if 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 it's a high-scoring game, that means that the Bucs won. And I think if the Saints are going to win, what they need to do is stop Tom Brady and do what they did in those first two games. You know, like that's, that's the recipe. This game will once again be about their defense more than Drew Brees. That's where this team has evolved. And that doesn't mean that they won't score some points. Um, but I, I think it's under. I think if you, you stop Brady, you give him pressure, he's prone. You know, we saw the pick sixes this year. We've seen the picks, you know, when Brady's pressured. I'm, I'm going to say the Saints get a couple of picks, one pick six, uh, and they they win, and, and Tampa has a bad game. Uh, Brady has a bad game, and they win in the under. So there we go. We are all set. For the divisional round of the playoffs, I'm not going to put you on a spot for another side bet. Oh, let's do it! Like, come with you. No, you scared. No, I, I, I want my Jordans. I don't want. I, I let, I'm, I let, I let you sucker me into that. If you rewind the tape, Martin, you heard me say 
I got peer pressured into that. You remember yeah, that. Okay. I got peer pressured into that. That's all. That's okay. Size 11. You can find something nice online. That's all good. All right. Yeah, my How wife will do that. Anything on that? You want to do wings? Which game? Let's go. We don't. Right. Let's do. You got the Bucks winning. Let's do it on the Bucks Saints. Okay, that's easy. Yeah, the okay. Saints are. They're not winning three in a row against a good team. No way. Okay. Let's do that. That's our game. We'll do some uh, lemon pepper wings. Twenty with a large diet coke for me, and you'll probably have water with yours because you're. You know it. I can't remember the last time I drank a soda. It's been at least I twenty, thirty years. Are you serious? Yeah, at least 20 years, not 30, but like 20 years, yeah. The last I time you had a, Yeah. I all I drink is I drink water or iced uh tea. iced tea and lemonade. Arnold Palmer. That's it. Wow. So yeah, that's all I drink. People like you, more for us. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead, TJ. So my lemon pepper parlay of the week. Now this is I was going to go two teams, and I said, oh, should I just go a team, then the over and under? But I'm going to go with two teams on this one. So my lemon pepper parlay lock of the week, if you knew better, you would do better. I'm going with the L.A. Rams to cover against the Green Bay Packers and the for sure bet on here on a slate of games this weekend, the Baltimore Ravens to beat the Buffalo Bills. That's my lemon pepper parlay lock of the week. Um, these games are all competitive. Nothing is easy. When you start to look at these games, it's really nothing easy. I know people would be like, he's crazy going against the Packers. But that defense, the Rams, that they present, they present a lot of problems. So I'm going with the L.A. Rams and the Baltimore Ravens. All right. My lemon pepper parlay for this week, the divisional round. And I always tell you, TJ, it's always better with, with the, the cheddar. cheddar. You know it. All right. I'm with you on that Ravens game. I mean, that you should load up on that. Ravens plus two and a half. Uh, Buffalo, I like them to win that game, getting two point, two and a half points as well. And then here's the other non-conventional one. I'm going to go the under in that Kansas City Browns game, 57 and a half. I'm going under. So there are my two games, uh, Baltimore plus two and a half and the under on the Kansas City Browns game. There you have it. There it is, the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast for the divisional round. Uh, TJ and I will be back next week. Make sure you subscribe, like us, man. We're giving you that cheddar. Don't forget, we're giving you the cheddar.